Welcome to the Mary Jane Experience. Unbiased, unabridged, and most of all, informative. From our mountaintop view here in Colorado, here's how we see the cannabis industry today. It's 2018. Let's look at weed. Hey, everybody. Strawberry Sequoia and... Casey Jones. Here to sort of start off the podcast with a little bit of an introduction And the way we thought we might do that is by giving you the stories of our first experiences with marijuana. Yeah, we thought this would be a fun topic because everybody has a unique story, right? How were you introduced to weed? Was it a friend that was like, hey, man, come on, I got a joint or even maybe like a crazy uncle or something? I don't know. Everybody has their own unique story. So we thought it would be kind of fun to share ours and then also... You know, if you guys want to, you can write us a note, share us yours, see if you have a funny story or an interesting story or even kind of a crazy offbeat story, you know, let us know. Yeah, I think one thing that's sort of interesting for me is that now that so many states are getting legalized, these kind of introduction stories are going to eventually become like legends. Our kids won't even believe us. They're like, yeah, you just go to the store and pick up some weed, right? <laughs> like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, back in the day, you had to like tap Back when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, um, we definitely want to hear your unique stories as well. Um, but let's just jump right in. Casey? How did you first get introduced to cannabis? So I got to incriminate myself here a little bit. Um, Quickly, before we go on in this episode, we do want to mention we don't condone the underage use of marijuana. Uh, At the time of our first experiences, it was completely and totally illegal. So it was a forbidden fruit scenario. Now that it is legal in states, hopefully um, kids will wait until they are 21. Thank you. So first and foremost, I grew up in New York, um, actually on Long Island. So I was about two hours east of New York City where um, we could just hop on a bus and we could go to New York and we could be like at the Brooklyn Banks to go skating or we could go to a bar or whatever. Um, So I got introduced to weed, I think, relatively early because I was actually only in ninth grade. So I think you were 14 at the time or however old you are in ninth grade. Um, so first we got introduced to cigarettes. We thought that was super cool to like smoke cigarettes, help back like behind Walgreens or whatever. And then our buddy came back from a trip to New York city with weed and it was like this <laughs> big deal. So the, the, the funniest part about this too, is that because it wasn't cigarettes, we knew it was crazy illegal at the time and, um, we didn't want to get caught. So we, we walked like a solid hour and a half down the train tracks in rural Long Island, New York, like into a potato field to get away from everybody. And our buddy who had brought back weed from New York City had this like keychain bowl that if you like smoked it for too long, you were going to burn your fingers off and like you would burn your eyebrows just trying to light this thing. Um, So we, we walk out on these train tracks. We're like an hour away from anything in the middle of a field and we're like, ready to smoke weed right and it's this whole big deal like straight out of like um i can't remember what's the name of that movie how high no um half baked when they're like why don't you light it up there brother and like and as soon as we get to that moment the kid hits us with well 
I need a uh, twenty bucks from each of you. <laughs> Jerk! <laughs> Who does that? And like we all have. <clears throat> I mean, this is again just how it happens. So we all look around and we're super nervous, but we all want to be cool, right? So we have to maintain the image. Um, so we all cough up like $20 in lunch money. <laughs> so oh the kid made like 60 bucks. For a hit of weed. <laughs> for, <laughs> out of this like teeny tiny, like you can't imagine, it's smaller than a dime-sized bowl, right? The, the top of it where we actually packed a bowl pack. And we all like, we all hit it like a cigarette. So we all hit it super hard. And classic, like, we're 14 years old. We don't know how to smoke anything. So we die laughing, die coughing as well. Like, as soon as you hit it, you just hit the thing and immediately just, like, hack up a lung. And nothing happened. I actually, classic story, I didn't get high the first time I smoked weed. (laughs) So I paid 20 bucks effectively for, like... A not an unwanted five mile urban hike to burn the tips of my fingers off, lose an eyebrow. But You're finally getting your money's <laughs> worth now because you can just tell the story. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was so worth the twenty dollars, whatever that was. I I guess man, that's more than fifteen sixteen years ago. Oh my gosh. Um and yeah, and then but so because we were in high school and we wanted to stay cool, right? Uh same thing happens. We, like a week later, kid comes back. He's got more weed. And we know it's going to be 20 bucks. So they're like, can we just give you 10, man? Is that totally okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 10 bucks is fine. We also, we drop the weed the second time. This is kind of a vivid. I want to make this point too because this was funny. We like dropped a dime bag of weed in the train <laughs> tracks and it was like fucking Columbo was on all of a sudden because we were trying so hard to find this weed. We found it. It's very important, expensive, <laughs> magical yeah, thing like mag- you might never have again. <laughs> exactly. So second time, same process. We go out in the middle of the field and we get stoned. I mean, I remember like walking to a pizza parlor, getting a slice of pizza, going back to my house sitting in the backyard of my house, just dying, laughing with this kid. My brother looking at us like we were nuts and then falling asleep on the couch, right? Classic like weed nap. And then my parents come home and they're like, oh, did you have like a long day at school or something? And I was like, oh yeah, definitely a long day at school. That's, that's, that's why I'm passed out on the couch with half a slice of pizza on my lap. <laughs> I mean, I bet they like probably suspected you. Oh, they have to. <laughs> but anyway, so that was kind of my introduction to weed. It's funny because like, My story is actually fairly similar. I was Mm -hmm. the same age. I was 14. I was in ninth grade. And I had this this friend. He was kind of like the weed guy. Um, He was really cool, though. He he didn't make us pay for the weed. But he was like, do you girls want to skip class and go get high in the woods? We were like, yes, of course we do. Um... I don't even know if he knew it was our first time, but we hiked down in the woods. I don't think it was like a super epic hike, but, you know, Mm -hmm. we had to get far away enough from campus. That's key. You have to be like out of sight and smell. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And he had this bubbler that he named Kermit. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to come back and do an entire episode on like naming of bull pieces and songs. But anyway. Definitely. (laughs) Um, I got to know Kermit after after the fact, uh, used that bubbler quite a bit later. 
But the first time, same thing, you know, super big inhale. They're like, inhale till you can't anymore. (laughs) Except I didn't know, I had never smoked anything before in my life. So I didn't know how to inhale. So I filled my mouth up with as much smoke as possible (laughs) (laughs) and held it in my mouth. And then let that go. <laughs> like a cigar. Oh, Kermit the cigar. <laughs> yeah. So, and so of course, like I, not only did I not get high that time, but I didn't get high the subsequent 20 times until we did try cigarettes mm. and somebody taught me how to inhale. And then eventually I learned how to get high and started doing it all the time. But yeah, very similar first story. Like, yeah. go into the woods, don't get high. <laughs> In high school, you know, very standard stuff. Um, I imagine yeah. a lot of people started around high oh, school yeah. age, mm-hmm. at least back in our day. Yeah, I, and well, I'm everybody that I know that's my age at least has a similar story, right? They have the like, you know, tap the homeless guy on the shoulder, hey man, can I buy a dime <laughs> bag from you? Um, we went even a little bit further to to like, you know, we tried to get into like selling weed to young high school kids right and that I don't know it went well but it was it's just kind of a silly interesting process that we had to go through in high school to like get drug dealer I know dirty drug dealer (laughs) well we even we would like buy a 20 bag and then like half cut it with oregano because we were horrible people oh that's even worse how could you do that I know it was bad we were just trying to that guy I we were in Eighth grade, ninth grade, we didn't know what we were doing. We you thought knew that's like that right. was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we we learned that was wrong pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, it does kind of bring up the fact though that you know we couldn't find weed all the time, so we would you know try and we'd get some kind of rumor that like marjoram, if you get seed pods, will get you super high if you smoke them. So we're like packing bible papers with spices from mom's spice cabinet thinking like this is gonna do it guys it's gonna be crazy and yeah that was all just damaging to our lungs i guess yeah and did you ever hear the the rumor in high school i remember this one if you smoked cinnamon (laughs) i don't think we did that one yeah so we we tried to legitimately just like smoke (laughs) a stick of cinnamon because we thought that we could like light it and char it Oh, my God. And it didn't work. It's like the modern-day Tide Pods. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like dumb shit that high school students will believe. We'll smoke anything, man. (laughs) It's not as bad as Tide Pods, but still. I guess, and we tried dill weed because weed was in the name. Oh, wow. You guys were really dumb. Yeah, we were really dumb. So dumb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that is what it is. Anyway. Well, those are our stories, but we want to hear your stories. We're super interested in how everybody got into this amazing drug, no, lo- which is no longer a drug, at least where we live. Um, if you have funny stories, scary stories, um, or even just interesting stories, or if the first time you tried it was legally, I think that would be awesome too. Yeah. If, if I would love to hear somebody's story where they were, they're, they're now 21 or over in a legal state. They had never tried weed before, and they they have that experience or that story. How did you try it? Was it an edible? Did you smoke it? Was it something completely different? And then what was your experience? Was was it really eye opening, or or was it mind shattering, or was it or was it just kind of like having a cocktail for the first time and you were like, oh, weird, 
or was it terrifying? <laughs> because I've had some experiences which have been a little bit intense. That's true. First time I had a, a chibachu, 100, 100 <laughs> milligrams of chibachu, I was told to eat the whole thing. And I'm pretty sure that I spent the entire time debating my own existence, which yeah. is not fun. But it happened. Anyway, so yeah, if you're out there and you have a completely legal first-time experience story, email us, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or even on the website. I want to hear that story. I want to get you on the podcast, for sure. Anyway, codenames. Why are you Strawberry Sequoia and why am I Casey Jones? Besides the fact that that's an awesome song and a great strain of weed. Well, yeah, I mean, to start, I was just attracted to the name Strawberry Sequoia. It's a great strain of weed, and it's kind of sexy sounding. It is. But, yeah, the anonymity. Is that how you say that? Anonymity? Anonymity. Yeah, that's right. It's very difficult to say. I didn't realize until saying it on a podcast. But the reason we want to stay anonymous, there's kind of a whole host of reasons, and the main one for me being that the Mary Jane experience is a passion project for us. Correct, yeah. Both Casey Jones and myself have day jobs that are probably not okay with us having a weed podcast blog. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't think the company I work for would care that much, given where we're at. Um, But I think the associates in my day job there we do some work with i mean all all manner of uh different industries and there are for sure groups of people out there that would find this appalling and that to avoid any potential confrontation Exactly. So until the Mary Jane experience is something that we could call our full day job, if that is ever a thing, we're probably going to stay anonymous. Yeah. There are some other smaller reasons, like the fact that, you know, when we go into a dispensary, we don't really want everyone to know who we are. We want to have that authentic experience so that we can give y'all a really good judgment and Mm -hmm. a really good review yeah, like when I, we, or you used to as well, and I used to bartend, you know, we would know who like the the food blogger in town was, right? Or we would know if they worked for a local newspaper, or even a, a national newspaper. And we would instantaneously kind of turn on the charm tenfold. Not that, not that we would, you know, turn off the charm for your quote unquote standard um, patron, but knowing that that was somebody that could potentially give you a good or bad review kind of forced you into like making sure that, that you put on your best foot. So it is interesting to go in because we do have different experiences. We have positive and some negative experiences in all the dispensaries that we go to. And even sometimes in the same dispensary, just in a different time. So, um, you know, as we do want to create this as a resource for honest, you know, in-depth reviews of, the legal cannabis industry, specifically in Boulder, but eventually branching out. Um, You know, we're just going to keep the code names for now. Plus, they sound cool. Right? And, gosh, I really wish, like, (laughs) uh, Casey Jones. 
You could change your name legally. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like that could work for you, but Strawberry Sequoia, I can't like introduce <laughs> myself. Hey, I'm Strawberry. It's 2018. There are people out there named Apple. And it's true, <laughs> but <laughs> I just, it's not me. You know, I, uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep a straight face. That, yeah, I, I would, I would be hard pressed to introduce myself as a fruit and, <laughs> and not break up laughing. <laughs> hey, my name's Strawberry. I like... Strawberry margaritas <laughs> and fun. Do you like fun? I uh, like when my little seeds get caught in your teeth for seven hours and you can never get them out. <laughs> why do we always go to like the weirdest place? But anyway, so that's sort of why we have the code names. There's probably a couple other reasons that we're not remembering right now. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions or if you're like, that's the dumbest thing in the whole world, you know, let us know if we we want to hear your opinions. If you hate it, love mm-hmm. it, whatever, we we're probably not going to change that. But yeah. we want to hear you. Yell at us. It's fine. Absolutely. I'm actually I'm I'm interested. I'm curious to see if there is like a negative connotation to having a code name. Are people going to perceive it as we are you know perpetuating the stigma by keeping our person or per, mm. our, our personal life separate from this right is this is this an extension of the one hour walk into the woods to smoke weed in high school <laughs> or or is this just the world we live in today and is it what we have to do to kind of keep our day jobs because i like electricity and food and buying weed products and microphones <laughs> and a mixer you know there's a, there's actually more that goes into podcasting than we originally sort of set out on we were like oh this will be so easy and then um we realized that there is an upfront investment which we're totally cool with but it also you know we need our day jobs to pay for it so (laughs) thanks to the silent investors out there who shall not be named but doing a hell of a job (laughs) no we actually don't get any compensation at all so the reviews that you see nobody's paying us to do those reviews, obviously there's no sponsors on our website or our podcast yet. To that <laughs> end, I will say that we will 100%, if anything is ever sponsored by for any reason, we will 100% disclose that information. So as for of sure. now, nobody's doing anything. If somebody does, you'll be in the loop. No fake news. And... Even if we are sponsored or somebody gives us free product to do a review. Technically, they can't. Which technically they can. <laughs> hey yo, 1906. Looking for some go beans. No, I'm just kidding. But even if we do get some sort of compensation in any way, we promise to keep our reviews authentic um, and to keep things scientific and just be really authentic and real about it and not... Just say something's good because somebody paid us to do that. That's not what we're here for. Yeah. Like if you give me shitty weed and I smoke it and it was free, I'm going to tell you it's shitty weed. Yeah. So, so don't give us free product unless you know it's fucking good because we're going to tell the world that it sucks. So <laughs> those are the rules around here. <laughs> Nobody's going to give us anything after that one now. I know, right? Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to give us a bad review. <laughs> no, it's all good. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to broach the subject. We assumed 
there would be some questions about that. So Plus, if we're anonymous and we do give a shitty review, no one knows who to beat up, (laughs) right? Am I right? (laughs) So, yeah, just wanted to give you guys an overview of why we're doing that. It's not because we want to be inauthentic. Um, It's not even because we really want to hide from you. It's for all of the aforementioned factors. And thank you for being understanding. And if not, thank you for telling us. Yeah. So, uh, anyway... Thanks for listening to us here at the Mary Jane Experience, where we bring you unadulterated, honest, potentially sponsored, but always incredibly in-depth reviews, information, news, and science about legal cannabis. He forgot to mention awesome and sexy reviews. It was until like four seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> and really hilarious <laughs> from this, this one, from this host. <laughs> Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Yes, thank you for joining us once again, the Mary Jane Experience. We're just maryjaneexperience.com if you want to check us out online. Our next episodes are going to be a lot of reviews, a lot of cool interviews, product science, and all sorts of cool stuff coming up. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on everything that we're doing. And as always, if you have great podcast ideas reach out to us. We want to hear from you guys. Whoop, whoop. All right. That's it. First one in the bag. Thanks for joining the Mary Jane Experience.